0: Hi, I'm Janet Cunningham with the University of Utah Communications Office, and today we are talking about linguistics. What is it? How is it useful? What kind of job can you get with a linguistics degree? Erin Kaplan, Assistant Professor of Linguistics here at the U, is going to answer all of these questions for us. First of all, Erin, thank you for being here with us and taking the time to answer some questions for our listeners. First, let's start with a very basic. What is linguistics?
1: Linguistics is the scientific study of language. Linguists want to understand the structure of language, how it's learned, how it changes over time, how it interacts with the world, and how it's represented in the human mind.
0: So can you give us an example of
1: these areas? One of my favorite examples is what linguists call expletive infixation. Uh, We can... In English, take uh, words, typically bad words, and put them in the middle of some other word. Uh, so I'll use bloody as the example because it's not such a bad word in American English. So we can say things like fan bloody tastic or uh, cala bloody fornia. But these words can only go in certain places in these words. So fan bloody tastic is fine, but not fantas bloody tick, which is hard for me to even say. It's so bad, or Califor bloody yeah. And we all know this. We we've never been taught this before, but we all have these uh, intuitions about where we can put bloody or whatever word we're trying to put inside the larger word. And this tells us something about what we, as speakers of English, know about the language. And it tells us something about, in fact, the structure of words in English. So uh, words are not just a sequence of letters or a sequence of sounds. They're structured to them. They're organized in some way. And we're allowed to put bloody inside the word in a way that doesn't disrupt that organization. And this is a great example of what we know about our language, but what we don't know we know about it.
0: Right, because I don't think when you say this is fan bloody tastic that you don't understand why you understand the meaning of that word right linguistics can tell you why you understand what that means
1: yes yes Uh, and linguistics tells us why we can put one word inside another to begin with and why we can only put it in one place and fantastic Uh, and it Uh, Tells us why how all speakers of English know this.
0: Can this be applied? This can be applied to every language, correct?
1: Yes, Uh, linguists don't restrict themselves to just studying English or some other language. We want to understand how all languages work.
0: And what are the different areas of study within linguistics?
1: There are lots of different subfields of linguistics. Uh, Here are some of the ones we have at the U. So as I said, I study phonology, the uh, study of speech sounds. We have other people in the department who study syntax, which deals with uh, the structure of sentences, how we combine words together to make sentences and uh, phrases and uh, even things larger than sentences. Uh, We have people who study semantics, which deals with meaning. How do we get meaning out of words? How do we get uh, different meanings out of words, depending on how we combine them together. Uh, how do we get larger meaning out of uh, a sequence of words? Uh, things of that sort. Uh, we have people who study second language acquisition. So uh, this deals with people who already know a language, and they're trying to learn another language, like what many college students are experiencing. And uh, there are people who study second language acquisition want to understand the processes that people go through, the strategies that people try to use when they're learning a second language. What, what is it like? What's going on when we're learning a second language? Uh, but there are lots and lots of other subfields of linguistics, and some of them are represented in our classes, at least a, a little bit. So uh, sign languages, for example, or forensic linguistics, or historical linguistics. How does language change over time? So
0: it's interesting that you mention sign language. So I guess I'm wondering what how you study sign ling- language within linguistics because it's not vocal, like you can't hear it.
1: Well, one of the most interesting findings of the past 60 years or so in linguistics is that sign languages are genuine languages in just the way English or Swahili or Mandarin is. They have exactly the same properties uh, that, that these spoken languages do. Uh, and it, this is especially exciting for me as a phonologist, because I study speech sounds, as I said, and it turns out that sign languages have equivalents of speech sounds. I study syllables, for example. Sign languages have syllables. So sign languages are uh, fundamentally the same as spoken languages. They just get expressed uh, visually instead of uh, auditorily. And so what does a
0: student do after they graduate with a major in in linguistics?
1: All sorts of things. Um, Our majors have gone on to do a lot of things that are quite clearly related to linguistics. Some of our students go abroad and teach English. Uh, Some of our students uh, work for technology companies uh this is a, a very important uh contribution that linguists make uh because uh technology companies want to train computers to use language essentially and uh linguists know how language work uh, languages work and therefore uh technology companies like to hire uh linguists in fact uh, often uh technology companies will tell us that They like to hire linguists because they can train linguists to do computer programming. But it's much, much harder to take a computer programmer and teach them linguistics.
0: When you say tech companies, you're talking about maybe Google Home. So when I say, hey, Google, and ask it a question, the reason Google understands what I'm saying is because a linguist taught it to understand what I'm saying? Yes,
1: yes. Uh, Yes, uh, Google, Facebook, Amazon... Uh, Apple, all of these companies want to, uh, first of all, make things like Google Home and Siri sound realistic. And linguists know how language works, so we can help make these, uh, these, these artificial voices sound more realistic. But they also want all of this technology to understand what we say to them. And that is an incredibly difficult task technology companies are a big draw for uh, For linguists everywhere graduates of linguistics departments all over the country are, are sending people to these companies
0: And this isn't something you would have seen 10-15 years ago
1: No, is certainly not as much as we see it today uh, But there are lots of other things that our graduates do um, uh, The law is a, a good place for graduates to go Um Uh, Judges and lawyers are increasingly becoming aware that linguists have something to say about how laws are interpreted and how testimony is interpreted. Uh, The CIA likes to hire linguists, uh, both for their uh, linguistic capabilities and for their analytical capabilities. And uh, this is a great example of how linguistics uh, trains people for all sorts of different jobs. Uh, In our... uh, classes students learn how to do analysis analysis of data analysis of claims and these are skills that apply to all sorts of different professions so even if our graduates don't go on to do something related to language with their careers they still end up using the skills that they learn in our classes we also teach our students how to communicate their findings with each other so it's one thing to analyze data and Come up with a conclusion about what the data says But that only goes so far if you can't communicate it to anybody And so we train our students to, to do that to not just arrive at an analysis, but to uh, Convince their professor that their analysis is correct
0: Earlier you were talking a little bit about your research Could you maybe give us a better idea or go into a little more detail about your research and your work here at the University of Utah? Sure
1: So, like I said, I study phonology, the sounds of language. The particular questions I'm interested in have brought me to vowels, and in particular, romance languages. So, we're all familiar with the major romance languages, like French and Italian and Spanish, but it turns out that there are lots of smaller uh, romance languages spoken in very, very small areas in Europe. And right now, I'm working on a language spoken in Spain called Tudonca Montañes, which is spoken way in the north of Spain. And I believe it's spoken only in one little town. And it has very interesting properties that uh, you don't find in standard Spanish.
0: That was Erin Kaplan of the University of Utah's Linguistics Department. Visit humanities.utah.edu for more information about the Department of Linguistics and other areas of study at the College of Humanities.